This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. You're listening to The Assist with Trevor Hart. All right, welcome back. So, um, give me kind of an impromptu kind of episode. Um, we just got back from fall break on Tuesday. Yesterday, or Wednesday was our first day of classes back after fall break. So, um, didn't really have a ton to go off of for this week other than the NBA's back. Um, if people are wondering why it's so cold outside, it's because basketball is finally back. Um, which is, it's a, it's a fair trade off for me. Honestly, I know other people don't really, um, care for that, but, um, totally worth it. If basketball is going to be back, it's going to be cold. I'm all right with that. So basically it's going to go over NBA, uh, opener, NBA season opener stuff. Um, I don't think everyone has played just yet. Well, Probably pretty close. I've, well, no, the Bucks haven't yet, but they will play tonight on the day I'm recording this. So you'll know what happens with that. So, yeah, I'm just going to go over stuff that I saw and um, how some things are going to go storylines-wise. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So the full season opener with Sixers-Celtics was... Closer than what I thought it was going to be, and in the wrong way That from what I originally thought. I didn't think the Celtics would be all that great after losing Ime Adoka for a whole season, but um, it's one of those things where you forget that these guys who are replacing coaches have been coaches for a long time also, just not a head coach, but... um. Celtics looked pretty good. Sixers looked revitalized off of James Harden. Going back in his ways that we are really used to. And the fact that hitting all those threes, hitting, getting a bunch of fouls. And it's not even like the fouls that I think he would used to get. It was just, for some reason, people fouling him on the three-point line. In which... Something interesting I've never thought of before. It really struck with me, and I think it struck with a lot of basketball people. When Stan Van Gundy said, I think it's just stupid how you foul on the three-point line. Well, I think Chuck said it was stupid. But um, it was like, it's interesting how you foul someone on a three-point line. James Harden's like a 40% three-point shooter. Now you're going to put him on a line where he's a 90% shooter, where he's going to hit it. He's going to hit the free throws. So it was like, if you let it go, it's half the chance that he's going to get those three points and if you send him to the line. And um, something that I think that that's what Harden has had to really use is fear. Like a lot of people just fear James Harden hitting those step-back threes on you. And we saw the Jazz, what was that, 2018, something like that, the Jazz we're literally guarding behind James Harden's like, okay, that's just stupid at that point. Why do you even do that? You're going to give him an open lane to where someone's going to come over to help. And then he's going to lob it up to Clint Capella or maybe kick it out to PJ Tucker for, for three. But God, I just don't want him to hit that step back three. That's going to be killer. No, if you 
just let him go and you take away his options, he can't win alone. He can sure try. It can get really close. But now it's like he's going off that fear again. And I don't know why that fear has come back. I don't know if it's just because he lost 100 pounds and that, you know, everyone tweeted that. I don't know. But Harden looks really good, and Joel Embiid got off to a slow start, but, you know, he ended up finding it again. Um, and part of me thinks that, they, that those guys watch inside the NBA at halftime because what Shaq and Chuck were saying about Embiid was like, you're a two-time MVP runner-up and you don't come out guns blazing, then what are you doing here? And eventually, I mean, Embiid did all right, but you didn't. it wasn't what you wanted out of it. So the Sixers, I'm excited to see just because James Harden is... Looking like he's back to true form. Maybe not fully in the step-back threes, but, I mean, people are found him on the three-point line. He's going to get you points. And now we truly get to see what the duo of Embiid and Harden looks like because that's all people talked about last year. Oh, my God, this could be one of the greatest duos in history. Yeah, but they were f- kind of forced together in, like, February or maybe January of, of the season. And you expect them to just go and be all right, go be the best. No, you got to have time in that. Chemistry has to build. You can't just, can't just throw someone in and expect it to be great. Like there's going to be chemistry issues. And so, yeah, that game was interesting. Um, again, I did not expect Celtics to win that one, but hey, they end up doing it. For, Lakers Warriors, I wasn't able to watch it. Uh, I f- went to bed at like the third quarter of the Celtics Sixers. I drove three and a half hours. I was tired. But um, Lakers Warriors, seeing a lot of stuff about um, the Draymond thing. And I don't think we talked about it, but Draymond Green lighting up Jordan Poole in practice. Um and how you know, Draymond leaves the team for like a couple days. Steve Kerr announces uh, he's going to be dressed and he's, gonna, he's expected to play um, in their preseason game and uh, night opener. People are saying that's probably a different decision if the Warriors didn't come off championship and they were getting their rings that night. I don't know. I would probably tend to agree with that statement of it probably would have been a suspension of some kind. But at the same time, I would think that as an organization, if you're going to suspend someone, you're going to do it regardless of what happens. Like, if you're going to suspend someone, a really good uh, way to show an example of that person is to suspend them for ring night. Don't let them in. They would get the ring... But you don't celebrate with the team. So, was he going to get suspended? I don't know. I really, it's weird when you're a leader, um, kind of like Draymond is, and you go at a young guy like that. And how, because 
from all that I heard is that, you know, Poole was talking trash a lot, like, and really um, acting top dogish. in which I think in the NBA you have to. I think you have to act like a top dog, even if you're necessarily not, because you have to have that, I think, that alpha factor in you to be in the NBA. Not saying he's going up to Steph and saying it, but, I mean, you know, push buttons sometimes. And um, Draymond just lost it. Because, you know, both of them are up for contract extensions. I don't know if this has anything to do with it. But the scenario is that they're both up for contract extensions. Jordan Poole is talking about how much money he's going to get. And Draymond isn't performing all that well in practice. And so Jordan Poole started calling him out on him. And you've seen the video. If you haven't seen the video, I mean, it's the first thing you look up when Draymond Green comes up. Um... And I've been in situations like that, not to the point of sucker punching a teammate, but um, you get to points where it gets testy and you get physical in a way to where it's it's not the best thing to happen, but if it's going to boil over, you want it on the court. You want it in the heat of competition and... um. Yeah, I've had those where I've been, like, straight pushed to the ground before, and then you're just having a screaming match. And just, it happens. It really does. And then the thing with basketball and the thing with sports is that most of the time, and I don't know if this situation will be the same just because he just straight sucker punched him. But, I mean, we've seen the last dance talked about Jordan sucker punching Steve Kerr. Most of the time afterward... Um, teammates will be like, hey, it's over. It's, it's done with. Let's just get past it. And there are certain relationships where you're like, I mean, you have so much love for the guy, that you for all your teammates that um, you just have to say that afterward. I mean, that's how it was. We call my instance. We'd be out there, and then the next day, be like, hey, man, appreciate you, but uh, can we not do that? Stuff like that. But um, it's weird seeing situations like that. And the fact that they caught it on tape and that the tape got out makes the situation worse. Because at first all you hear is that Draymond Green and Jordan Poole got in a scuffle. It's like, it got physical. You're like, oh, I mean, that happens. Then the video comes out and you're like, oh, my God. Like, the only thing... You can just say is like holy bleep over, over, and over again. Just because it's like he just did not hold back at all. And then you come out and it says, here's what that was in response to. And you're like, oh my God, he punched him over that. But, um, yeah, so that was interesting. The Lakers. I guess big three of Russ, LeBron, and Anthony Davis did all right in a losing performance. Apparently, Russell Westbrook said that he injured his leg or knee or something like that when he came off the bench in preseason because he didn't know how to warm up for that. I would assume you warm up the same as you would if you're starting. Maybe take it down a couple notches so that you know, you're not as winded and then go to the bench and then you get cold. But, um, 
yeah, just, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a really weird saying that. But, um, yeah, Warriors take it 123-109, and that was a really good matchup from what I saw. And it was just, uh, I don't know. Warriors looking pretty good. Lakers, I don't know anymore. Just uh, interesting to see what happens with that. So then we go on to Wednesday's matchups, and this is like the first full open day for basketball. It wasn't just two games. It was like a whole slate. And first game I tuned into yesterday was Pistons Magic. I had to watch Jaden Ivey in his uh, debut. I just had to. No other way around it. And I know I've said that like the Big Ten guys don't do that well. Jaden I was making guys, I mean, he had him making some mistakes out there. Like Jalen Suggs got three fouls early in the first quarter against Jaden. I think one of them was um, him guarding Cade, but um, two of those fouls were on him guarding Jaden Ivey because he just blew by him. You just don't expect that, especially... Well, I guess early in the season you would expect more blow-bys just because people are just so amped to get on the court. But after a while, like, you expect guys to just kind of half go through the motions out there, like not complete blow-bys every time. And I think Jaden Ivey's going to have to learn the hard way on how to slow down because he's going to have to do 81 more games of this. And it's, it's a tough pace. So he had 19, I think. Paolo Bencaro really surprised me. Um, 25, 5, and 5. I think first time since LeBron. I think the only other people to do are Grant Hill and I think Kareem in their debut. Um, at first I was like, man, the Pistons look really good. And then the Magic just kept going. And Paolo Bencaro, like within the first couple minutes, was perfect from the field. So you're just like, yeah, <laughs> the Pistons. You know, I saw Bill Simmons tweet out that, like, Palvin Caro is already an all-NBA player, and uh, Cade Cunningham looks like he's 29. Um, first, and I mean, that's me trying to say something to Bill Simmons is ridiculous, but um, we do look at these games with, road, with rose-color shades, these first games. Uh, and then once we get down the line in the nitty-gritty, then we can start an, analyzing who is all-pro, who is NBA, who is MVP caliber. But um, I think the one thing that everyone can agree on after last night, Paolo is in the lead for Rookie of the Year. So there goes my episode from a couple weeks ago talking about if Paolo's going to win or not due to the track record of first overall picks. Um, Wizards Pacers, I gotta go on a rant. All right, I have NBA League Pass, right? I am spending, well, like it's a hundred or so bucks a month. No, not a month. I'm that's ridiculous. A year, and what does League Pass always advertise? You can watch any game you want at any time, and, and it's just like. I get it to watch NBA games. Like, that's the reason I get it for. And I have YouTube TV. 
YouTube TV has blocked every local Bally Sports or anything like that with the Pacers. And on my NBA account, I tell them I am subscribed to YouTube TV. So you should know that Bally Sports is blocked. And I'm trying to watch the Pacers game. And it says you cannot watch it because it is in it is on your local listings. I told you my local listings. You know that YouTube TV has blocked Bally Sports. You know that. They couldn't come to a deal. It was one of the biggest news stories having to do with like sports broadcasting in a while. It's like that's my local listings and it's not available. Back when you back when I was watching YouTube TV and it would have Bally Sports or Fox Sports, it was at the time, it would say that, like, well, check your local listings for this game. You are my local listings. Like, what is your deal? I'm spending all this money because I want I'm saying I would like to watch all NBA games at any time. And by the way, after I said a couple weeks ago that if if I have League Pass, I should be able to stream uh, NBA TV stuff. Guess what? They have that. Uh, I think they added that this year. So um, you're asking them for being on the same page, I guess. But um, it's not everything. They have a, they have quite a bit of stuff, though. But again, if I'm saying, hey, I love basketball. I want to watch NBA games whenever I want, and I want to watch, and I want to stream stuff whenever I want. Why can't you just forget about the blo- the blackouts in the area because guess what I promise you I cannot find the Pacers game right now okay I'm surprised I was able to watch a Pistons game last night because I'm so far up north it's like I want to watch the Pacers I know it's tough for people to think of that because they're like always middle of the road this young team's exciting. I want to watch them. I'm not going to be able to watch them until they're on ESPN or MB or uh, TNT. And guess how often that happens? Let's see. Small market basketball. Hmm. Let's see. And the only time they really get on is when they play the Warriors or Lakers, which is a Western Conference opponent, which means you play them a limited amount of times. So, um, yeah, they barely get on. I am paying money. Like, I'm paying the money to say, I want to watch these games. And you're just like, no, check your local listings. I have told you who my provider is. It's not that hard, I would assume, to go through and see, oh, all MB- all YouTube TV users do not have their local Bally Sports. And guess what? Uh, with everyone cutting the cord, no one has satellite anymore. So why am I, why are you telling me to check my local listings when I don't have, no one has satellite anymore. Like I know few people who have satellite TV now. The only time they do is like if they have it out in their garage, everyone either has cable or they're cutting the cord and streaming. And I get it. There's agreements where it's like, Hey, there's this blackout rule. Don't just everything local black it out. Why you're, you're gaining another viewer by me watching it through leak pass. Like, what is the point? You're you are taking the streams from them and you're putting it on your website. That's another viewer. Yeah, so Pacers lost last night, 114-107. Miles Turner got injured during warm-ups. Didn't find that out until earlier today because of the blackout thing. So um 
Yeah, so Miles Turner's like day-to-day or think maybe week-to-week. I think I've heard both. Uh, I think I've heard the median is a week. But, uh, yeah. I don't get it. Like, why can I not watch the Pacers? I told you, even on even on the NBA website, I've told you my favorite teams are the Pacers and the Pistons. And the only reason I put the Pistons is because of Jaden Ivey. Like, I've told, and I've, like, starred saying, this is my favorite team, the Pacers. So what's the deal? And I know the Pacers just had, like, a huge extension with Bally Sports. So it's not even like they're, it's a different provider that you have to go through. No, 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 no. Like, they're still a Bally Sports. I know they are. I don't know. This it just needs to be better. I don't understand it. All the contracts and everything having to deal with that. Let people watch basketball. Like, what is so hard about it? If that would happen with college sports, I would like. I don't even know what I would do. I'd probably cry first. Like, if I wasn't able to watch local college basketball, it's like check your local listings. You are my local listings. So, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Uh, it was the same thing with the Bulls-Heat game. Bulls-Heat is a good matchup. I really want to see it. I want to see DeMar DeRozan going up against Jimmy Butler. It was going to be high profile. Nope, blacked out. Because I'm because being in Angola, I'm like three hours away from Chicago. Or something like that. Which is apparently too close enough. Even though that... It was in, wasn't it in Miami? <laughs> so I could have been watching the Miami stream, but nope. I don't know. I think they were in Miami. Yeah, they were in Miami. So, yeah. DeMar Rosen had a heck of a game yesterday, though. I mean, coming off of what he did last year. Um, and it, it, I saw a tweet, and I couldn't believe it at first. But then, you know, the math checks out. DeMar DeRozan coming into year 14. Yeah, year 14 for DeMar DeRozan. This is 14th season. I was like, wait a minute. What? And then you think, wait a minute. LeBron's in his 20th. LeBron was drafted in 03. DeRozan was 09. Makes sense. But you're still like, I swear DeMar DeRozan, like, he didn't just come on the scene. But, like, he came on the scene with Toronto in like 2018, which I guess was four years ago now. But you're still like, man, that was, it didn't seem that long ago that we were just being like, oh man, Gerard Rosen's the breakout star in the league. Like the breakout player in the league. I don't know. Raptors taking the Cavs. Um, interesting because I only got to catch a couple minutes of this. Uh, Donovan Mitchell wasn't in, and Evan Mobley wasn't really doing much to the point when I was watching it. But I have to pose the question, how good do we think that this Cavs team is going to be? Just because you know, I get it, they added, they only really added Donovan Mitchell. But think about it, there's like three or four potential all-stars on this team. Because Darius Garland was an all-star. Jarrett Allen was an all-star last year. 
Evan Mobley's on the way to being an all-star. I'm just going to let you know. Evan Mobley's going to be good in this league. And then Donovan Mitchell. So, at what point? I know they have to gel. And Donovan Mitchell got in a little later than what people would probably want in their front office to, like, really completely gel. But a three-point loss to the Raptors on opening night is not bad for that kind of uh, team being put together. So I don't know. I I don't want to say the Cavs are going to make a run, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Pelicans Nets. What happened? I get the Pelicans are supposed to be good, but the Nets have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. They have a ton of talent. And it just fell on deaf ears last night just because Durant had like 35 and like the rest of the Nets had like, at one point Durant had like 35 and the rest of the Nets had like 40. That's a problem. And Zion looks like he hasn't missed a beat. And it's um, it's scary just because the one thing I have in Zion is that with that athletic ability and that size of body, I don't know how good the knees are on him. Just because that's one of the probably the most important body part in basketball is your knees. You create it's just you need so much from your knees to play basketball. And if you don't have that good of knees, you're not gonna make it that far. You might make it to the league, but you're not going to do anything that special. Zion's already an all-star. I get it. But at what point, and again, this is game one. A lot of overreactions happen at this point in time, which is understandable. We've been missing basketball. But at what point does something give in Zion's knees again, and then again, and again, and again, to the point where he's just a shell of what he could have been. There's nothing against that. I mean, if you have a bad body, you have a bad body. Greg Oden is a perfect perfect example. He had a bad body. He was going to be great, had a bad body. Bill Walton had a bad body. Uh, Basically, any Blazers center ever had a bad body. It just happens. Is he a bust? No. Talked about that before. If you... Remember that episode? I think it was around this time last year, maybe. Did a talk on bus, or maybe earlier than that. But if you're injured, and that injury is the reason why you're not successful, you're not a bust. That's just your body. That's just genetics. So we'll see what happens with that. But the Pelicans did look really good. Um... Didn't catch any of the Hawks Rockets. I kind of was like, I saw DeJounte Murray had a pretty good game. He had a double-double. But it was against the Rockets. So you're kind of like, I don't know what that means. I don't know. The Hawks are one of those teams where you look at them like, man, this is a fun team. And they've made it to the Eastern Conference Finals before. But, man, you just look at them and you're like, I don't know if this team can do it again. 
And DeJounte Murray might make a difference. I don't know. We'll have to see. Grizzlies barely beating the Knicks, 115-112 in overtime. Um, Jaw was looking good right at the start of the game. Um, I think that was something to where we're like, can Jaw replicate what he did last year? And it looks like he's going to just keep going at the same pace. People are saying MVP year. He came out to a hot start like you need to. But again, he's got 81 more games. So we just have to wait and see. But the Knicks losing to them in overtime makes you wonder how good the Knicks are. Is Jalen Brunson really the guy? Because Joyce Randall two years ago was an all-star. R.J. Barrett was the number three overall pick, someone who many considered the number one overall pick before Zion came into the picture. So just, Knicks, is it going to be your year? Again, I hate, I, I hate saying it a million times, but, I mean, it's the case. It's night one of the, of the NBA season. You are going to have to wait and see. Timberwolves beat the Thunder by seven. I saw Gobert doing really good. I uh, wasn't able to catch that game, though. Hornets beating the Spurs like we expected them to. The Jazz beat the Nuggets. Now, here's the confusing thing, because everyone is saying, obviously, we all, hopefully, we all saw the win horse clip. What's going on in Utah? Um, you make a trade like that for Rudy Gobert and then trade Donovan Mitchell for a ton of assets back, but, I mean, it's a lot of young assets. You don't expect anything good out of it yet. And you're being the team that has the reigning, MVP, the reigning two-time MVP, Nikola Jokic. Michael Ford Jr. at 15, Aaron Gordon at 22, Jokic at 27, Jamal Murray only had 12, but he played 26 minutes. And then the Jazz, Laurie Markkinen with 17. A lot more balance. Colin Sexton with 20. Walker Kessler, the rookie, with 12. Malik Beasley, 15. Rudy Gay, 16. Jordan Clarkson, 10. Mike Conley with 13. Um, I don't, I don't, again, it's night one. It's night one. I understand. But man. People were expecting the Jazz to just not be good at all. And, I mean, them getting one win in the first night doesn't mean they're going to be good. But when they play the Nuggets, you expect them to do worse than what they did, beating them 123-102. And then finally, the last two games, wasn't able to see them. But um, Suns get the revenge on the Mavs by beating them 107-105. Yay! I guess we'll see what happens later in the season because I don't think the Suns are going to gel at all. Those first night um, jitters, or not really jitters, well, you can turn those into great performances on night one. Happens a lot throughout all of basketball. I mean, your first game, you're just, you've been waiting so long for it that you're ready to just run through a wall, a brick wall, and I don't, in underground, just anything. You're just ready to go. So, but that's going to go away, I think, for the Suns because of everything that's been going on. 
in the offseason. Unless they all get together and say, hey, could be a good revenge season. Maybe. No one is really counting on them, I think, as what as we did last year. They could make noise with all the drama that's been swirling around that organization. I don't know. And then Blazers beating the Kings with Damian Lillard finally coming back. So tonight, on Thursday, we have Bucks, Sixers, and then Clippers, Lakers. A really good matchups, I think. Uh, interesting to see how the Bucks will do against the, yes, newly revamped Sixers and James Harden. And then the Clippers getting back Kawhi finally. Um, Paul George, I think, is going to be back. And then going against the Lakers, who all eyes are on. I mean, all eyes are on the Lakers right now. So let's have to see with that. Um, I'm excited for the NBA season. Again, I'm not the kind of guy to watch every game every night because I'm more of a college guy. I mean, people know that about me. But when basketball is back, it's just something in the air that makes it great. Here in a few weeks, we're going to have college basketball back. And then after that, or around the same time, going to have um, high school basketball back, which is huge in Indiana, something that people look forward to every year. Um, it's like All these sports are starting to decline. Like baseball is now in postseason. NFL, I mean, we're like halfway through the season, but I've kind of stopped watching the NFL. I might come back to it. I don't know. But it's just one of those things that doesn't do it for me anymore. So, yeah, definitely going to be watching a lot of NBA basketball over the next coming weeks. So, hopefully you do the same. If you have NBA League Pass, don't watch your local team because you can't. But, um, yeah, so that will be it for this week. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, at DFHard00. I'll talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.